welcome back to Taking It On Podcast. I'm Deanie and I'm here with Judson and we're here for another episode of season two, our last episode to wrap it all up of season two. Welcome back. Welcome to the snow day. It is currently negative 50 in Knoxville right now. It feels like it's been snowing. I think it snowed 24 hours like yesterday from Sunday crazy. night till, till Monday night. We got literally 10 inches of snow here, which... And Knoxville apparently is extremely rare. I mean, I feel like it snows probably a little bit more than that in Nashville and then definitely Kentucky. But the people here have said that they haven't got that much snow in 30 years. That's crazy. I'm not even 30 years old. I know. No, literally, I saw someone, they were saying like, this is my first major snowstorm, which is kind of crazy. But it was like, I always think it's so funny when people in the South are like, well, I'll believe it when I see it. They always predict the snow and then it never comes. And I'm like, we had a winter storm warning. I think it's going to snow. Yeah, but half the time, when they say it's going to be bad, it's not bad. I just disagree with that. I mean, I know the weather can be wrong, but I'm like, if they're, if they're, if we have a weather storm warning, I'm pretty positive it's going to snow. But that's the thing. They're predicting like three inches. People are like, oh, it won't be that bad. I mean, and we got 10. That's fair. They did miscalculate the amount. I will give them that. Yeah. And then they said it wasn't going to snow at all today. It snowed for about an hour today. And then the weather was like, oh, it's not going to get below 10 degrees and it's going to be negative one tonight. Yeah. Well, anyway, so weathermen and politicians, you can't trust either. <laughs> Please. We have really enjoyed the snow here at our house. We hope you guys have too. It's been so beautiful and hope you've just been able to enjoy God's creation a little bit and just cozy it up. Even if you're like us and you work from home, so work really doesn't matter. It doesn't change. You still have to work in the snow. Hopefully you've been able to enjoy the beauty of it. It's been a really great start to the new year. Just such a fun it's been a fun couple of days i yeah. mean we had our friends over sunday night and got to watch the snow start to fall and then Knox has loved the snow oh my gosh he's been all over it last time Can we had a, a snow like this in nashville actually is where we were he was like two or three months old and hated it because yeah. it was that last year it got down to like zero on christmas eve mm-hmm. He could barely go outside to pee, bless heart. And now, if we left him out all night, he would stay. He would sleep out there. He loves yeah. it. Justin was worried about his frozen balls today. I was. He was <laughs> on his wall. On our walk. He was. He did not mind. They were. He was having the best time. He did. He came inside from the backyard. I haven't told you this yet. And he started sliding. Like he came inside onto our tile in our kitchen and started sliding because oh, he had ice funny. in his balls. Yeah. He's sweet. He also is in his fur is all black and. He kept putting his face in the snow to, like, lick it, and he'd come in, he'd have a beard. It was a white beard. It was funny. But anyways. We just have the cutest dog. The cutest little Noxie boy. Podcast mascot. That's right. But great start to 2024. We've also started doing something kind of in the past six months of this holistic health. Danny, why don't you tell them what that yeah, is? Yeah, so one caveat. We are in no way experts. We are not in the medical field. Excuse me. No, not I an have expert. a biology minor. Please, that has nothing to do with. Thank you. You studied like birds and insects, and I had to take cell and genetics. Oh, okay. Well, again, we are not medical professionals. We do not. We're not experts in this field whatsoever. These are just things that we ourselves have done research on. We ourselves have tried to be educated on. What it means to have this holistic health, meaning physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, and then way that we're constantly trying to better ourselves and be the best versions of ourselves. And we've kind of really tried to live that out more in Knoxville. I think we just have a little bit more time as we've transitioned um, into new career and then just 
living a totally different life. Honestly, in Knoxville, we've been able to focus on this a little bit more and have this kind of fresh start. And so in 2024, we're really implementing that even more. And we were thinking about this podcast and just thinking through kind of it's mid-January. We're about to hit into end of January and then early February, kind of that post-Christmas blues kind of hits a little bit. And New Year's goals kind of go away. I mean, for a lot of people, it only takes a couple weeks and then it's hard to really do them. But I think that's why it's important to kind of implement this realistic, healthy lifestyle. We are not about juice cleanses, working out every single day. Like, that's just not us. And we don't try to pretend like that's us. And we have found that if we just do stuff that's realistic and we have realistic goals and implement habits that are realistic, then they really stick and they really improve our overall well-being which i think is something that we've really tried to put into place and there are three big areas to focus on physical health spiritual health and emotional health not necessarily it's not like a particular order that's just kind of the order we wrote them down for this Mm -hmm. podcast but physical health you know that's working out what you're eating things like that spiritual health is you know your relationship with the lord and then emotional health is just how your your outlook on life and how you're stimulating your mind and i think i out of the out of the three of those, I probably do spiritual health and emotional health the least best, the worst, not the worst. I'm not bad at them, but you I'd focus say on I, I focus on my physical health more. We found a great gym, which we love. And that's our first, I'd say kind of tip that we've really come to learn is that you need to find a gym that you love and you need to be willing to spend money on it. Now we understand everybody's finances are different and we're not saying to break the bank for a gym that you like. But if it's really important to you and you have the money, then you should take the time, invest in the gym, invest the money in your body. There's so many studies. We could sit here all night and talk about how working out as you age keeps mm. your body from deteriorating. So many studies on that reduces inflammation, things like that. And, and your muscle strength as you go along. So it's important to find something you like now and even if you're going to be doing something completely different a year from now, it's the fact that you're consistently working out and taking care of your body. I mean, honestly, I've kind of switched workout routines like once a year. Every, like every year I kind of do something different. I've really enjoyed um, the gym that we're going to currently. But I think it really is just finding something that you love. Honestly, I'm very jealous of people who can just go for a run. And that's a great form of exercise for them. Like serial killers. I I'm, mean, they're serial killers. I physically, like my body can't. I'm just not a runner um, like that. Like I enjoy glute, like group fitness classes gluten fitness classes uh-huh. group fitness classes better um and it just is excites me to go work out and so like Jetson was saying it is a sacrifice like we have had to sacrifice to invest in that but we know that that will help our overall well-being we go to f45 um it's high intensity workout and it's it just been really really good for us we go together so it keeps us accountable if we don't go we get charged money so it keeps us even more accountable to go and we've made friends there Yes, and we have made friends. That wasn't necessarily the case in Nashville, but in the Knoxville studio, we have made some really sweet friends, which has been really good. So that is the first thing. Definitely invest in your physical health, even if that means sacrificing a little financially. And physical health, that doesn't necessarily mean going to the gym all the time or being inside and working out at CrossFit or the YMCA. Like, if you prefer to go outside and, and exercise and work out and, like, you walk and you you do yard work, things mm-hmm. like that. That's a great form of activity too. Yeah. Don't just think you have to go to the gym and lift weights for an hour every day to be working out. Like there are so many people who are healthy because they're active constantly in their lifestyles right. and their jobs 
or how they're taking care of their, their yard, their house, things like that. And I even think even going into 2024, one of my goals we talked about last week was our last episode was I wanted to implement more outside walks. So I realized I was working out inside. And so I really wasn't having dedicated time outside that often. And I really think like that is also good for our, our souls, our bodies, and to just be outside. So definitely good form of wellness. The next thing is for physical health is obviously you got to work out, but we've also got to eat healthy. And Jess and I are try to eat pretty healthy consistently, but we do love our Chick-fil-A. We do love ice cream. We do love all the things that are not healthy for us as well. So don't get any crazy ideas. Um, but we do try to eat whole foods. We try to eat things that are good for us, try to have high protein meals. And a big thing that has helped us a lot in this is meal prepping. And I will tell you, I was against meal prepping for the longest time. I was like, that waste time, having to do everything on Sunday, that sounds horrible. I'm not doing that. But I learned from someone, I think it was like someone on TikTok, to meal prep ingredients. And I just think that is like the key. So a big thing that I meal prep is like a snack sometimes. So like energy balls or something like that. And then the biggest thing is meal prepping breakfast. So one thing Jets and I really try to incorporate in breakfast is high protein and then vegetables. Um, So we do like a sweet potato, bell peppers, onions thing um, a lot for breakfast or um, breakfast burritos with peppers and onions in them. And to be able to do that, we really have to meal prep those because otherwise like we're not going to eat them. They're not going to be made. So that's been the biggest thing we meal prepped. We don't really meal prep meals. Sometimes we do, but majority it's just ingredients. And if you're against meal prep like I was, or you just don't think that works, trust me, that is the key to meal prep is to meal prep ingredients. So even if it's just chopping up vegetables for the week for your meals throughout the week or meal prepping your breakfast food, extremely, extremely helpful. I cannot recommend enough. And it allows you to not be eating the same chicken and rice for five days straight. That's my, not about that. That was my like aversion to meal prepping was I don't want to eat the same chicken, vegetable and rice for the whole week. But if you do meal prep the ingredients, it allows you to be creative. If you have like we have peppers and onions made every morning. And so we usually put that in our eggs or we have sweet potatoes cut up and like we'll put them in the air fryer oven and cook them that way. It's, it just, it gives you more flexibility while also saving some time in the morning, yeah. eating healthier. Speaking of food, Dini, do you know a great way to get healthy food with fantastic flavor? How? You visit our friends at Granola. Oh, oh. great segment into it. As you guys know, this season we have partnered with Granola and we have truly loved our partnership with them. The Skidmore Sisters started this business out of their search to find the world's best granola and we definitely think that they are on the right track. Annabelle and uh, Lila May have turned tasty sweet flavors into a healthy and gluten-free snack. Some of the most popular flavors are birthday cake, cinnamon roll, and regular granola. I just read that and didn't have a third option, so we're just going with regular granola. Granola offers flavors you can't find for a price you can't beat. Visit their website, granola.com. That's G-R-A-N-O-L-A-D.com to order a sampler pack, full package, or they even have a subscription option. Pickup is available in the Nashville area or direct shipping as well. Each bite will fuel you to love others and live life to the fullest. Check them out and let them know Deanie and Judson sent you. Wonderful. We are... Sad to be leaving this season with our sponsors, but please go check them out. They are awesome, and you will not regret it. Absolutely. So, moving on to spiritual health. Like Jensen said, I think a lot of times we think about our physical health a lot. I know we definitely fall victim to this. Um, 
thinking more about our bodies and our outward appearances, but definitely a huge thing with overall wellness is your spiritual well-being. Um, we truly believe that investing in time with the Lord just overall changes your life completely. So some things that we have really been trying to implement into our daily life is one, just a routine of spending time with the Lord in the morning. I think for us, it is so helpful to start our day with that. Um, we're not perfect at that by any means, um, but we really have been trying to implement that better and keeping each other accountable for that. Jets and I like try to ask each other how our quiet times were or just try to check in. That way we feel held accountable in that way. With that quiet time, it's not. It, it needs to be done. We feel it's it's needs to be done in the morning, when you first wake up, spend time with the Lord and quiet and peace, to start your day. But that doesn't mean you just stop in the morning. Mm-hmm. A practice that we've tried to implement is just being more mindful of the Lord throughout the day, or stopping to read Scripture throughout the day. Because if you're just having a conversation with your spouse at breakfast and then not talking again until the next morning, you're going to get a divorce because you never talked to your spouse. Praying throughout your day, reading scripture throughout your day, listening to the Holy Spirit, taking time to be quiet, to find solitude is key mm-hmm. and put your phone down. Even if it's just for like five, I mean, yeah. little couple minutes throughout the day. I know something that his mom did when we first moved in is she put little um, pieces of scripture all around our house on little note cards. And so we have them like in the mirror, in the bathroom, in the kitchen, at my desk, like random places there's just scripture and it is so good sometimes like during the day like I just stop and I read them and just having that moment of just pausing and reflecting on God's word um is just really healthy and really good and just keeps your mind afresh to what the Lord's doing in your life um because a lot of times as our pastor said this week a lot of times we don't forget about God we just neglect God and we don't forget about the gospel we don't forget about his power but we just neglect him in our daily lives and that's just something that we're really trying to implement and do better this year is just paying attention and listening to God and listening to the Holy Spirit what a gift the Holy Spirit is and I hope that I'm just trying to be able to listen to the voice of the Lord a little bit more throughout the day yeah and key thing I said a minute ago is put your phone down because um, even if the your phone's in the room with you it's distracting, and I know that I struggle with that because I work on my phone all the time. But the average American touches their phone a million times a year. That's 2,617 times a day that people are touching their phones. So if you can put that down for, say you put it down for 10 minutes, think of how many touches, how many times you touch your phone in 10 minutes. Yeah, that's true. So, so that takes an element out of your quiet time that's a distraction that's, an easy thing to get rid of. And I promise you, if you don't have your phone in your room with you, you're probably not going to be distracted by anything because such a small box has such a strong hold on our lives. Yeah, it really is true. That was so deep. So deep. I should write a book. Another thing is finding biblical community. Um, And this really does impact your spiritual health. Like, we cannot emphasize this enough. I know so often in our culture, we think we can do it alone and we can go about this life just on our own, at our own pace. And we have really remembered as we've moved to Knoxville how important this is. Thankfully, God has gifted us with some amazing friends um, in Knoxville, and we're still growing our community here. But we have just seen over and over and over again in Nashville where our biblical community was really, really strong right before we left to now being in Knoxville where we still have that biblical community at home and we still communicate with those people. Um, But just the emphasis of the importance of growing and learning in community. It is so helpful to walk through scripture and to just talk about life with. Um, so cannot recommend that enough. And I'd say the biggest thing is Sabbath. That is something we've tried to implement 
a lot and are doing better at, but we still have room for improvement. Definitely room for improvement, but doing a lot better. And it's hard to say that, you know, we're trying to work Sabbath into our schedule, which is not how we should say it, but we're starting off. We're trying to make that a part of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to challenge everybody to say, well, I don't have time for Sabbath. You're saying you don't have time for Sabbath. You're saying you don't have time to spend with the Lord. So I would just rephrase that question, reframe that question in your life and, and look at it from a different angle of, okay, am I saying I don't have time to stop or am I saying I don't think that the Lord can handle my problems and that I can breathe and just sit and be with Him? Because that's what He made the Sabbath for, is for us to rest and to be with Him. Now, it's not a law like it was in the Old Testament, but the Lord put it in there for a reason. Right, and I think that is something for a long time I just made excuse after excuse after excuse of why I couldn't Sabbath or why I didn't need a Sabbath or how it just wasn't working in my phase of life. And even if you're just Sabbathing for a couple hours or just start small, I mean, even in just a small, like the Lord honors that. And again, the Lord created Sabbath for us. Like it is not supposed to be a legalistic thing. Like it it really is for our well-being and to draw near and draw closer to the Lord. And I think that that's something I'm finally realizing, but I'm also realizing you can just wake up and say, oh, today's Sunday, like I'm going to Sabbath if you haven't prepared for Sabbath throughout the week. Um, I think that's something that we're really trying to do a better job of, even if it means if I need to work some at night throughout the weekdays so that I can Sabbath on the weekend, like that's important to me. Um, And I think that's a big change that I've had to make. Whereas before I'd be like, okay, it's Sunday, like I've got to get things ready for the week. Um, We've just made some adjustments to that. And Sabbath doesn't just have to be on Sunday. Um, The way we do Sabbath is we start, we've been trying to do this last couple weeks where we start at three o'clock on Saturday and then we end at three o'clock on Sunday. So we're Sabbathing throughout Saturday and then through church and then a little bit in the afternoon and then we can still get ready for the week and get going. Um, It just isn't realistic for us right now to just not do anything on Sunday completely because then we just feel like it starts that week off bad. But again, you don't have to be legalistic about it. I I truly believe that. So I think that's also been helpful. If that's something that is a roadblock for you, um, I think the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry book by John Mark Comer was really helpful in how he explained how his family does Sabbath and we were able to kind of implement it similarly. Uh, that is a great book. I just finished reading it, which I am two books into my Killing the reading goal. Yeah, 10 book goal. And we're not even out of January. So proud. So the last of the big three, I will call them. We're going to name them that now. <laughs> is emotional health. And emotional health is something I really didn't start looking into until I got older and just maturing. And I think there's something to that of you're not going to understand the problems of this world when you're in middle school and trying to be emotionally healthy. Although there is a need for that in middle school. But as you get older, as you start taking on more responsibilities, your emotional health is aside from spiritual health. Yes. It's put to the test, but aside from spiritual health is probably number two on the list. Mm-hmm. It's like, you need to be taking care of yourself. And I think a, a good way to practice that is one that we share is practicing gratitude. Right. And I think this, I mean, honestly, this started when we were really early into dating. I don't know if it was just like a conversation starter or how it kind of started, but we would say like, tell me three things you're grateful for today. Uh, I would just list those things. And even just saying those things out loud, um, really trying to be thoughtful about what those things are. I think it were just really helpful and a good practice. Um, some people journal. I don't really do that very well. I'm going to Judson, you journal some. So that is helpful for some people to just write out things that they're like grateful for, um, to be saying those and their prayers, to be just constantly thoughtful about 
how you can practice gratitude and how you can simply just pause and stop and think. I know so often I am fall guilty of just wanting the next thing, wanting more, wanting more, not being content and just sitting and being thankful for what I have. So when I really practice gratitude, I can just be content and be happy and realize I don't need more. Like for this time being, like I am good. Less is more. That's right. Um, Another thing is having challenging conversations. I know that's something that we get to practice a lot in marriage um, because we're with each other all the time and we trust each other. But I really encourage you to have someone that you trust to have challenging conversations with. Just bring up topics that are sometimes hard, maybe controversial, maybe not something fun to talk about. But just hearing someone else's perspective and really kind of talking through those things, I feel like that is just so healthy and really good just to like think through different things and form opinions and it's just good. It's just healthy. Um, it's good to disagree sometimes. It's good to just communicate those things. I think part of that is being, being emotionally healthy is being able to have those hard conversations. Being spiritually healthy is being able to have those hard conversations because you view that person with the love of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You love them before you want to win an argument with them or, or right. win a conversation with them. So if you go into it with that attitude, you're emotionally and spiritually healthy then you can actually have a challenging conversation and not ruin a friendship because somebody voted for Donald Trump, somebody voted for Joe Biden. Right. Because, it, it, I mean, it is healthy to disagree. It is healthy to say, I agree to disagree. These are my thoughts. These are your thoughts. But, like, we're never going to get there. And that's okay. The last thing is something I learned in college. I had to take this class that was called Joy in the Good Life. And a big thing that we had to practice all semester was doing one hard thing a day. That could be taking a cold shower. That could be doing more reps in the gym that you planned on. That could be talking to someone that you really didn't want to talk to. Anything like that, but just practicing one hard thing a day. I will say I've fallen on this habit. How many cold showers have you taken? Few. I chose to not do that very often. Um, But that was something my friend. Dini took it to the other extreme and said, (laughs) I'm going to take the hottest shower possible. (laughs) That will be my challenge. I want to feel like a sauna when I'm in the shower. I don't do it as much anymore, but I will say it is so, so good for you to do something hard every single day. I think it just shows you your willpower, shows you what you're capable of, and really empowers you to be a boss woman or boss man. Boss woman. (laughs) I think push yourself in those challenging moments to not only remember what you have, but also like what you could lose too. Did you have? Did you do something challenging today? I did. I walked outside in the snow. How was that challenging? It wasn't challenging. Um, I did. I did scrape off our snow off our deck and front uh, porch. And it was cold, so that was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very cold actually. And the snow. I was an idiot and went out in shorts. <laughs> and my duck boots and snow kept getting in my boots. I didn't wear socks. I don't know what I was thinking. But I got the job done quicker, so. Anyway. My challenging thing of the day was I was in a class today and had to be an active person. I didn't have to be, but I chose to be. And I asked to really, really try to ask a good question. And that was a challenge. Hmm. I'm impressed. That's my challenge. So this is just to encourage you to do something challenging every day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a cold shower. It could be a polar plunge every day of winter. No, would recommend. <laughs> the last thing we just encourage is to have all these healthy things, to be able to keep holistic health in practice, is just to continue to try to be the best version of yourself. And this is something I think that this year is just going to be the year where I 
am excited to grow. Justin's got his arms in the air. <laughs> but your word isn't grow, it's wonder, so sorry, you can't That's grow. right. Okay, no growth. Just kidding. Um, I think something that we're both, like, really trying to do this year is read more, um, just learn, even though our books are both nonfiction and fiction. But we're reading a mixture of both. Yeah. So it's good, good to have a challenge. Yeah, agreed. Variety. And then also just to try new things. Um, I'm trying sourdough this year. Wait a second. Year. You told me to cut down my hobbies, and now you're telling everybody <laughs> else to try more hobbies? Judson has a lot of hobbies. I do not have a lot of hobbies. But he's doing good. He he's It's cool. I like that you have a lot of hobbies. It's cool. Mm. I'm adding more hobbies. I added sourdough as a hobby this year. And she's killing it. It's pretty fun. It's pretty good. So, um, yeah. So, just to encourage you to keep being the best version of yourself. Keep trying to practice holistic health. I promise you, when you focus on your health and making all parts of your health healthy, you'll never regret it. Healthy health, man. That's right. Again, we are not experts. We are not medical professionals. We are just average people who want to learn and educate ourselves on how to live a healthy lifestyle, to be happy and to be healthy and to live a life for God's glory, um, which I think is our goal here. So That's right. All right. Real quick before we go, one last time. Loving, learning, challenging. Okay. Danny, go ahead. So I am learning how to do sourdough. There's a lot of things that come with it, people. It's a lot, but it's really good. I'm really enjoying learning how to do it, learning all these new recipes, and trying them out. Learning. Learning. I am learning how to play the piano without looking at my fingers while I play. Oh, that's a good one. I'm... Trying, I mean, I'm getting more of a feel of where the keys are and everything, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a lame one, but it's it's what I've got going right now. Love it. So, loving. Definitely been loving watching Knox and Snow. Just like a simple joy. Yeah, that has been, that has been nice. Um, I've been loving reading more, because, I mean, I've read two books. I, I think, I mean, I read five total last year. I've read five total books last year, and I've already read almost half of that. So proud. At That's this great. pace, you'd read 24 books in a year. That's true. Maybe I should just take a break until February and then start, like, read two books. No, you got it. No. This right, you would read... No, 24 books. Two no, books a month. 48. If you read... So it's only in the middle of the month, so if you read four books... I'm not completing another book by the end of the month. Why? You got it. No, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Um, okay, challenging i would say it is getting a little getting a little stir crazy challenging just being in the house although i enjoy it i'm getting a little stir crazy and i'm like okay need to go she has not told me that until right now and i'm <laughs> sitting across the table from her so uh, you know it comes you, you get stir crazy when you literally physically cannot leave because there's so much snow at your house i mean we really could leave if i think the roads are getting better but yeah i would i would say challenging is in this moment, is just like, okay, like it was fun for a day, and now let's move on with our lives. But maybe that's the Lord teaching us just oh, to slow for down. Sure. We definitely should slow down and be. It is kind of funny how everybody's freaking out because they can't go anywhere. They can't go to work. And like, heaven forbid you have to miss work for a day. Well, we don't understand that, though. We can literally do our jobs wherever. Well, I know, but I'm like, just slow down, everybody. Slow Take down. It easy. My work's been shut down. Well, you made it work, but. You made it work. Just want to say thank you guys so much for being listeners on our season two of our Taking It All In podcast. Thank you so much for your feedback, for reviews, for your likes, for your encouragement, and at all. We just really, really appreciate it. As always, we love you. We mean it. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.